everyone. It's Sadie, and today we will be discussing something that completely transformed the downhill skiing industry for the better, the Epic and Icon season passes. For those of you who don't know, the Epic and Icon passes are season ski passes that give skiers access to numerous different resorts throughout the United States and even in other countries. A skier buys a pass before the season starts, and then they have unlimited skiing for the whole season at certain resorts. The Epic Pass was created in 2008 by Vail Resorts, and last season it was accepted at 37 resorts owned by Vail and 42 partners around the world. The Icon Pass was created 10 years later in 2018 by Altera Mountain Company, and last season it was accepted at 14 resorts owned by the Altera Mountain Company and 27 partners. Together, these two passes have completely transformed the skiing industry. We'll tell you how they've done this after this quick break. If you are interested in tennis and the coronavirus, you should check out Sophie's podcast about the effects of the coronavirus on professional tennis. She talks about events being postponed and canceled all around the world and about how millions of dollars are being lost because of this. Go check it out for free on Spotify today. The great thing about the passes is that they're good for both the skiers and the ski resorts. The Epic Pass for the entire season costs $979, and the Icon Pass for the entire season costs $999. This does seem like a lot of money. However, in comparison, if you buy a day of lift ticket for Vail for a single day, it costs $209. With single-day lift ticket prices this high, it would be hard for skiers to afford to ski multiple days at different ski resorts. This could discourage people from getting into skiing or going on ski trips. Season passes for individual resorts were available before the Epic and Icon passes, but many people find it boring to ski at the same ski resort numerous days in a row, so they were not interested in this option. However, The Epic and Icon passes make skiing numerous days much more affordable. And, unlike season passes for single ski resorts, they also give skiers the excitement of trying out new places instead of skiing at the same ski resort over and over again. Younger generations especially like the sense of adventure they can get from trying out many different resorts. So these passes will help keep younger generations interested in skiing. In addition, The passes give skiers flexibility, unlike single-day tickets, because skiers can use their pass any day they like. All of these things that help skiers also help ski resorts, because more people that normally might not ski a lot are buying a season pass and going on a ski trip, or maybe even multiple ski trips, every year, thanks to the passes. Chris Diamond, retired president of Steamboat Ski Resort, said in an interview that the amount of skier visits each year will be an average of up to 5 million higher in the next decade, thanks to the two-season passes. Obviously, if more people are buying passes, the ski resorts are making more money. Thanks to the two new season passes, people can also ski more days than many passes allowed before. According to the Colorado Sun, even some locals are skiing more days than they used to, thanks to the passes. 
And although the passes make the lift ticket for the day free once the pass has been bought, skiers still pay for food, parking, lodging, and other products in addition to their lift ticket. So the ski resorts still make more money as skiers come back more times. Also, the passes allow ski resorts to get their money before the season. Skiing can be very weather dependent, but once a skier buys a season pass, there's no going back. This gives ski resorts a more predictable revenue each year. This is helpful because if ski resorts have already made money before the season starts, they know they can afford to invest in improvements for their ski resort. If you think about how all of this relates to the circular flow, it makes sense that something that helps skiers could also help the ski resorts. In this case, we are talking about the market for skiing. The firms are the ski resorts, and their main purpose is to provide a service. They give their customers an opportunity to ski. There are other goods sold within the ski resorts that are also available for their customers to purchase, but these are not their main purpose. The households are the skiers. In order for the ski resorts to function, they need money from the skiers. So since the passes make skiing more affordable and more exciting, more people are skiing and therefore the ski resorts are getting more money. Since we are thinking about this economically, let's talk about how this relates to supply and demand. The lower, more affordable prices have caused a shift along the demand curve because there is a higher quantity demanded if prices are lower. It is important to understand that this is different from the demand curve shifting. In order for it to shift, there would have to be a different amount demanded at the same price. However, the different amount demanded is due to a change in price, so this is why it is a shift along the curve. Another important thing to notice is that the supply curve has not shifted. If there is a higher quantity demanded for skiing, but the supply stays the same, this can cause shortages. Large ski resorts, like Vale, have not had problems because they had extra space and resources before. However, smaller ski resorts have not been able to handle the crowds that come with the passes, especially the Epic Pass. Arapahoe Basin, a smaller ski resort, experienced this. They originally joined the Epic Pass, but after doing this, they became overcrowded. This happened because there were too many people using their limited amount of resources. This is an example of the problem of scarcity. With so many more skiers, they had a shortage of space on the hills and inside their lodges, and they also had shortages of other items necessary for skiing, like chairlifts. They became overcrowded, so they decided it was best to no longer be a part of the Epic Pass. They joined the Icon Pass instead, and they set limitations on the amount of time skiers with the Icon Pass can ski at their mountain. Thanks to this, they are no longer overcrowded like they were before. This idea of some resorts having shortages and other resorts not is also connected to efficiency. Resorts that have no shortages after having much larger amounts of skiers were not fully efficient before. This means they were not using their resources to their full potential. Now they are closer to being perfectly efficient because more skiers are coming and using up their resources. Telluride is an example of a resort that is happy to be on the Epic Pass. Recently, Bill Jensen, the co-owner and chief executive of Telluride, said, We are pleased, very pleased with our membership in the Epic Pass. 
It is good for them because they are making much more money now that they are more efficient and they are not having major problems with being overcrowded because they have enough resources for more skiers. If they had never switched to the Epic Pass and they had continued to operate inefficiently, they would be missing out on a lot of money and could have eventually been in trouble. On the other hand, A-Basin was fully efficient before. Like we talked about earlier, A-Basin was having trouble after they joined the Epic Pass because they became overcrowded. In fact, they were so overcrowded that it was creating an unpleasant environment for their skiers. I was actually fortunate enough to ski at A-Basin both before and after they joined the Epic Pass. And my family and I instantly noticed the larger crowds that the Epic Pass brought, and it felt like a completely different experience than before. Efficiency is oftentimes good, because if a business is more efficient, they're usually making more money. However, this is an example of when too much efficiency can be a bad thing, because it was creating a bad environment for the customers. Even though it is the right thing to do, it is sometimes hard for businesses to give up money they could be making to create better conditions for their workers or customers. However, A Basin decided producing a higher quality experience was more important than making more money, so they decided to leave the Epic Pass and join the Icon Pass instead. In his blog, Chief Operating Officer Alan Hensroth wrote, A year ago, we started on a journey to change things up at Arapahoe Basin. By reducing the crowding, we wanted to offer a much higher quality guest experience. The Icon Pass brings less skiers to their mountain, and although they do have less sales, their customers are much happier because the mountain is no longer overcrowded like it was before. Scarcity exists not only with space and equipment, but also with time and money. Because of this scarcity of time and money, people are forced to make choices about what they want to do with their time and money. These choices have opportunity costs. We'll be right back to talk more about opportunity costs after this short break. If you are interested in how you can reduce your carbon footprint, you should check out Harper's podcast. In her podcast, she talks about carbon footprints and going green and how you can help by reducing your own carbon footprint in your everyday life. Go listen for free on Spotify today. Opportunity costs exist for every decision you make, so obviously they exist for skiing as well. When a skier decides to ski at a certain ski resort instead of a different ski resort for the day, the opportunity cost is not spending their time and money on their second choice. If a skier had to choose which season pass they wanted to buy, they would be giving up buying a different season pass for a different ski resort and spending their time and money there instead. Now, with the Epic and Icon passes, skiers do not have to pick a single ski resort for the whole season. Instead, they have to decide which group of resorts they want to choose. However, after choosing a pass, they still have to choose where to ski on each individual day. And every time they choose one resort, they are giving up going to a different resort. When it comes to choosing where to ski each day, a skier can choose any of the resorts on their pass, but also any other resort that they have not yet paid for. It would seem smart to choose a ski resort included with your pass, 
because the lift ticket at these resorts is now free. And obviously, once you buy the pass, you will plan on skiing at the included resorts most days because you probably picked a pass with resorts you want to ski at. However, the purchase of the ski pass is a sunk cost, meaning that the money for the pass is already lost and cannot be recovered. If you let sunk costs affect your decisions, you could end up making an irrational decision. For example, let's say you bought the Epic Pass for the season. One day, a friend asks if you want to go skiing at a ski resort that is not on the Epic Pass. This resort that they went to ski at also happened to get the most snow, so it would have the best conditions for the day. It would be easy to think that you have to ski by yourself at a resort included on the Epic Pass because you already bought it. However, skiing at an included resort still would not be free because you would still have to pay for food, parking, and anything else you needed. You would most likely have more fun if you went skiing with your friend at the other resort, even though you would have to buy a new ticket. In this case, you would make better use of your time and money if you ignored your sunk costs and went skiing with your friend. On the other hand, if you let the sunk costs dictate your decision, you could choose irrationally. And if you ski somewhere not included with your pass every once in a while, you will most likely still be spending less money than you would be if you bought a new ticket every single day you wanted to go skiing. Overall, even though the passes are not perfect for every ski resort, for the most part they are helping out skiers and ski resorts and overall completely changing the skiing industry for the better. Thanks for listening.